Welcome to the View Tourism Podcast. I'm Coach Ben Williams. The View Tourism Podcast is dedicated to Africa's travel and tourism industry, where leaders from the private and public sectors get to talk to us. You can subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, TuneIn, Google Podcasts, and wherever I get your podcasts. My conversation today is with co-founder of Onshore Solution, Jackie Reynolds. Jackie unpacked the learnings from her company's flagship project, Africa Showcase, and its impact on Africa as a destination. She discusses trends, airlifts, and partnerships as crucial elements for the development of the tourism sector in Africa. So welcome to the Beauty Podcast uh, here at the World Travel Market on the second day. And to help me to talk, talk about the uh, African tourism uh, scene, destination marketing roadshows, is the co-founder of Onshore Solutions, Jackie Reno. Jackie, good, good, good morning. Good afternoon. Good morning. Thank you, Kajo. Yeah, nice good to, to see, see you. you. Yeah. yeah, good to be here at WTM. How, 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 how have you been since the last time we met? We met in uh, ITB? <laughs> I don't know how many countries have we visited since yeah, I saw you there. Exactly. Hey, I, I mean, can't keep up with you either. Hey? <laughs> Give me a brief sense of how the market is doing from your perspective, from the road shows. Oh, the market's definitely back. It's been such an exciting year. We've just finished a whole run of road shows, North America, Latin America, and now next week we're off to Germany and Switzerland. So, yeah, it's been a really busy year, and it's great to see the enthusiasm from the travel trade, and everybody's back up and running. Now, let's look at Africa's tourism offering because you are doing the roadshow, you're linking the source market, supplies, etc. What is the feedback? What do we need to do? What is the new things happening? What is Africa putting uh, uh, on as offer for, for, for these destinations? I think the big thing is to be positioning the dream of Africa and I think we've all passed the, the phase of the pandemic and talking about recovery. We're definitely focusing on the dream of Africa. We've got a lot of newcomers in the, in the travel trade that are working with various tour operators in the different markets. And I think we need to be focusing a, a double-prime approach. Where we've got our established markets, we need to be really working those distribution channel and respecting who's in the channel and helping the newcomers in those operations. And then also looking from the other angle of some of the new emerging markets and focusing again on how do we bring in some of those developing markets for Africa. And that's why we were now in Latin America. So not just focusing on your big markets like your North America or your German market or your UK market, which is, I think, what a lot of people did coming out of COVID. Now we're looking broader again. People are focusing on Australia again. People are focusing on Southern Europe. They're looking at new markets like Mexico and Brazil. It's exciting to see this evolving. What is the challenge that we have or the, um, the, the source market uh, you know, encounters with the product uh, on the ground? I don't think there's any one specific challenge. I think there's a lack of destination awareness often um, in the new markets and I think that's really our role is we've got to be out there telling people about Africa and helping facilitate travel to Africa by providing the right market experts to connect with the operators and the agents selling Africa in those markets. So if we can connect the right people to facilitate that travel, that already overcomes the obstacles of awareness and training. Um, And I think it's just to really ensure that we are putting Africa 
in a very visible front-of-line approach because everybody wants a piece of the tourism dollar at the moment and especially the big American market coming out again. And for us to be going in now, for example, in September, we were in Seattle, Denver, Fort Lauderdale and in Boston. And the reason we went with such a big presence of suppliers from Africa is to meet the demand coming out of the American market. We needed to make a big shout so that everybody's aware that Africa's open for business. We're here. So let's ensure that we're connecting the right people. In terms of airlift and air access, how do we uh, break that bridge or reduce that? Because obviously, you know, you went to Latin America and, you know, it's good as African Airways now is, you know, flying there. But in, because Africa is a long haul destination, for the most part. What are the steps that groups like yourself doing to ensure, at least for, to, to still good, you know, give confidence to the market, especially for the source market? Look, airlift, you've touched on a critical factor. I mean, just to look at Latin America as the example now, the fact that LATAM is flying again is huge news for everybody in the market. South African Airways just launched as well. TAG's very established in the market and has always been, and Ethiopians flying out of that market. So we've got quite a few routes. I mean, obviously the Middle East carriers as well. But we've got quite a few routes and options for the travel agents and operators to leverage. Where we see the possibilities opening up is for some of the new markets and if I think back to when we were in Central Eastern Europe this year and talking with the South African Embassy in Poland and they were saying what can we do to help and the critical need is airlift. We need more airlift out of the Central European region because otherwise we're not going to bring any business through to Southern Africa and they'll all be going only to East Africa and that's only servicing half of the destination. We need to be bringing so so many more people through to explore more about our continent. So airlift is critical. There's some amazing work happening out of Cape Town and the Western Cape. That's been very exciting to see. They've been a very active organization and a huge amount of focus on airlift. And I think we need to just keep developing all of that. Now, uh, the year is obviously coming to an end. And you've done ITB, you've done the South African show, you've done the East African show. And the last one, I guess, is the middle uh, in, 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 uh, in the Europe. What is the outlook for next year? And uh, if you can also touch on who qualifies to be part of this show. To exhibit on the show or to visit to buy yes. And what kind of value are they you know, supposed to get? So from an exhibitor point of view, the people that come through to the events are suppliers for Africa Travel. You just continue that one. So the people that we bring onto the roadshow, it's a very carefully curated selection of exhibitors. Um, we spend a lot of time guiding people on which markets they'll be able to see the returns on better. Obviously, I mean, people come to us with a whole range of markets they're looking at. Um, and we really try very carefully to ensure that the matchup is right for the buyers that we know they'll be meeting. So we need to ensure that the returns work. Otherwise, there's no point in people coming on the show. So we work very closely with our facilitators in the market to ensure that our matchup is right. Um, in terms of the, the mix of exhibitors, we have hotels, we've got safaris, we've got lodges, tourism boards, it's quite a range. And we do tend to limit the number so that there's not an overwhelming number from one particular part of Africa. So we, we have a couple of exhibitors from Kenya, a couple of exhibitors from Tanzania, a couple of exhibitors from Uganda, from Botswana, Zimbabwe. South Africa, and that way it gives a good cross-section for the buyers that attend because they know that they can get great value. 
Um, and that's exciting to see the response that we get in that regard. Um, you know, for example, now in Brazil, they've only ever known Africa to be South Africa. And we get there and they realize that there's so many other people in the market that they can now send their clients to so many other parts of Africa because suddenly they've now been exposed to that. Okay. Now, finally, 2024, what should we expect from Onshore? You're always delivering some, something new, unique. Uh, you're being very innovative and you're ensuring that Africa, like in your last time you said, in, 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 when you're back from your South American trip, you said it's now time for Africa. What should we expect in 2024? Kojo, you know as well. Um, we've always got something going on. We never rest. We never sit easy. Um, in terms of Africa Showcase, we are very happy with the markets that we're in at the moment. We've already rolled out the entire roadshow schedule for next year, and it's a very dynamic schedule. Uh, it's a very busy schedule. You can do a lot of travel um, and really cover a lot of the major markets. But we work on something really exciting, a new idea um, that we're focusing on with one of our association partners. And I'm going to have to let you know more about that soon. Um, we're not quite ready to announce that one, but if you could give us a few weeks on that, we've got some big news coming for next year. All right, thank you so much. Okay.